got time for that. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Coming to you live from the Outsider Studios, somewhere in the Big Mitten. It's the Cole and Bro Opinion Show. Now here are your hosts, Corey Tiaz. He may have advanced illusionary schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage, but he is a very gentle person. And the Outsider, Scotty Williams. That's it, my wife, You take forever to say nothing. And welcome to the Co and Bro Opinion Show. I am your host, Scotty William, along with my main man, my Co Tiaz. And of course, we have the Doc in studio. Good to have you guys here. A lot to talk about on this, uh, what, two days after Easter now? basketball going on and uh uh what else we have uh nba basketball we were supposed to have a guest tonight and that didn't really work out we had a crappy phone line so we're going to hope to get him in the studio in the next couple of weeks to fill us in on the uh professional basketball league that is uh in michigan and across the nation uh more of a minor league basketball league um where do you guys want to go first? Well, NBA's. All right, let's talk I mean, NBA. I, guess, I mean, I, you know, the playoffs have started. Playoffs have started. Um, you guys are the big basketball guys. I see uh, Phoenix is up 1-0. Dallas <laughs> is tied with Utah. Uh, Golden State looks like they're going to run over De- uh, Denver. They're 2-0. Uh, Minnesota leads Memphis. Is that a surprise? What do you think? Mm, not really. I don't think so. You know, the playoffs are about matchups. So, Plus, A-Rod's the new owner. So, there you go. Really? Yeah. I was the Timberwolves. Interesting. Yeah, so that helps. <laughs> Interesting. That's my guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. What did you think of the matchups last night? I caught pretty much all of the Sixers and the Raptors, which started out pretty... Uh, some uh, a little friction there yeah. at the beginning of that game, but then the Sixers pulled away. They look really good right now. And then I saw some of the Warriors and the Nuggets. Yeah, I watched that. Um, Toronto is, I think they're done. Hmm. Well, let me go back first. Scott, you always say we're big basketball guys. You're a basketball guy, aren't you? No. Not at all. College, maybe. Okay. Not, not NBA. I, okay. I, I've kind of lost interest. Really? I, I, I have. I, so, this time of year, though, I can, I can understand you taking a step back during, season, yeah. during the regular season, but once the playoffs. Well, I mean, the playoffs are a little more interesting. You yeah. know, I mean, Detroit really hasn't had a team since, what, early 2000? Yeah. So, I mean. Plus, you, you got to watch for the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I got you guys. <laughs> you guys are my NBA experts. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, I watch both games. Um, Golden State looks really good, but uh, Denver is a little bit down. They have a couple of players out. I think the Murray kid and the other other kid is out. Um, I don't think it'll make a difference. The Golden State is just they're moving the ball in their defense right now, and Pool, wow, what a well, start in the making. 
I mean, and this is really the first time in what how many years that they've had their full lineup. Their full, their full guy, yeah, yeah. Out there playing. <coughs> yep. Unfortunately, <coughs> at the wrong time for the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, they look incredible. The Sixers look good right now. They do. We'll see how things go. They I do. loved, I, mean, I texted you guys during the Celtics-Nets game the other day. That was a great matchup for game one. Great game. Uh, you thought that the Celtics were in trouble, but then they, but that was after they won. So, I mean, Corey, explain that one to me. Well, the thing about the Boston, uh, New Jersey, uh, Brooklyn game is that I think that I think Boston played, everybody played well, you know, their guys smart, uh, Tatum Brown, um, Horford, those guys all play good. And again, you got Kyrie and Kevin just two on five right now. There's no plays. There's no nothing being run. And they still came down. for They could have won that game. So if I'm Boston, I'm glad with the win because we're 1-0. But NBA playoffs don't start until the visitors take one, you know, in the opponent's house. So – Kevin Durant didn't play well. Like, I don't think he's going to play like that again. But just think, you know, they could have, you know, Brooklyn could have used, they could have won that game. They had the opportunity to close out. They didn't. They don't defend well. <clears throat> so they're going to have to pick it up a notch. But Boston looks good overall. They look well coached. You know, they look well coached. So, from, so seeing what we've seen the first two games. Okay. Mm-hmm. What matchups are you looking forward to? What do you? How do you think this is going to play out over the next few weeks? Meaning, who wins the series, or yeah, who wins? Yeah, who's who's going to come out of the first round? Okay, are you looking, any potential matchups you're looking forward to? Obviously, a dream scenario might be the Nets and the Sixers mixing it up because of the whole Harden trade. That would be get good. Ben Simmons back. That would be good. There that- are all these little subplots happening. I mean, I would love to see Chicago and Miami somehow match up because I'd like to see DeMar versus Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good that's a good thing there. Given their history. Yeah. I don't know who plays who next. I think the Warriors, if they win, they get... Um, Warriors look like they'll have the winner of Memphis, or, Memphis, and, Memphis Minnesota. and Minnesota. Yeah. I think the Warriors and Suns is the West. Um the East, Giannis is so dangerous. I, wow. I like Kevin and Kyrie. I do. Um, I want to see them because of the drama. They're just drama filled. I would love to see Golden State Nets, and I also would love to see Golden State Bucks. Interesting. Do you feel like people are sleeping on the Bucks? Yes. I, I don't feel like they're they're on anyone's radar because they're boring. They're Giannis, and then they're, they're they play team basketball. But would you consider? Would you kind of? relate the Milwaukee Bucks to kind of like the bad boys of the Pistons like it just in the you know the, not I'm not saying like them but they but they never they never Pistons never really played exciting high scoring basketball it was more defense kind of thing would you think the Bucks would be kind of like that now because like you said you don't really hear too much of them even though they're the three they're the three seed and they won last year 
But yeah. I mean, would you would you kind of put him in that category or no? Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one because um, I was listening to Isaiah and he was saying that they were the first stretch team. Okay. Because Lambeer shot threes. Right. And then you had the backcourt with Zeke and Dumars. You got the backcourt with Steph and Clay. I kind of almost just not as flashy as those guys, but the defense was there. The shooting was there. I don't know. I, would, I don't know if I would necessarily compare Milwaukee with the bad boys. Um, hmm. But they are methodical. They play good basketball with a huge star. Right. You know. Um, wow. I mean, do, I, do you think they have a shot at repeating? Yes. As long as they have Giannis, yes. Okay. Yes. Because they, they, they complement each other. So who, so who do you think comes out of the West? Do you think, uh, you think it's Golden State? I, I, I hope so. But Phoenix is going to be a tough out. Okay. What I really found different, and with that, this is just me not really following basketball through the regular season. You know, what happened to Atlanta? I thought Atlanta was the, one of the big teams last year. But they got an eight seed. I mean, was it, is it just a lot of injuries? Or, or, or what, what was the scoop? Because a lot of these teams seem to have, you know, taken a step backwards. Well, Trey, I mean... He is that team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Corey refreshed my memory, but they, didn't they make a coaching change midseason? McCall, what with uh, Nate McMillan? McMillan is, yeah. And then. In the middle of the year. In the middle of the, the year. And then they, they took caught off. fire. Yeah. And then really caught fire in yep. the playoffs. Yep. We're kind of seeing a similar pattern here where they're sneaking in through the play, the play-in round. Yeah. And they're looking, you know, like they might be able to do something again. But. Well, like you said, if he doesn't play well, they don't win. Yeah. And he is up and down. He and Luca are kind of like the same to me. Like they don't defend well. They're streaky shooters, streaky three-point shooters. Uh, but he is the team. Um, and there were some injuries. I do believe that. But um, he is that team. I, like, I, I thought they would move forward, just like the Knicks. The Knicks took a step back. And Atlanta, look, they look better last year. So, yeah, they go as Trey go. Do you? See, I don't think that I, the Heat will probably. This is six or five. Do the, you? The, the okay. Knicks didn't take a step back. They took a step out. out. <laughs> they are out of. They're completely out of the yeah, conversation. Out of the conversation. Do you because, think because the Hawks are? They're still in the mix. Yeah, Hawks are still in the mix. Yeah. Do you think you, we're seeing the end to super teams? Because obviously the Lakers didn't make it, and Brooklyn. You know, let's just. Call it what it is. They they were at seven. A lot of people thought, I think, going into the season that uh, they would be up there at one or two. Well, Kyrie, that's all Kyrie's fault. All of it. Yeah, because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Kevin Durant got hurt. He always does. Right. You expect that. But it's all they're they're playing Boston because of Kyrie Irving. Hmm. That's 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 just it. No vaccination. Ran Harden out. Uh, with that, and all he had to do was get vaccinated. That's it. Um, and you, th- th- we don't. That's a whole other ball game. But he's the reason why they're in the position that they're in today. Because they never had continuity. They never played together for a, a, enough period of time to to get clicking with Harden, with KD, with. <clears throat> so that's you know that's that. So hopefully, Ben Simmons probably won't be back. So he's just kind of like dead weight. So they're probably looking at all of this to come together next year. I don't think they expect anything this year. 
to be honest. I would like to see it because I love watching KD but and Kyrie, but I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to happen this year. So we didn't get into the Lakers. <laughs> and obviously a lot has happened with them in the last couple of weeks. Yep. Frank Vogel's out. Not surprising. I, not to say that it was Who his would fault. Want that job. I don't what I I don't know anybody that would want that job. LeBron should just be a player coach. Well, he is. That's it, the it, well, he should well, he's, just he's player coach GM. That's the problem. Well, then let then let that be his title then. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like I said, I mean, anywhere he's ever been, I mean, he's always been the the well, guy making the. Well, decisions. he's a coach killer. Right. Do people even realize he, he he said at the end of this year that the season wasn't a failure. Well, what was it? It was an absolute failure. It was an absolute failure. Because, what, you averaged 30 or 29? That's, you know, you me guided all the way through? I mean, do you do you <clears> think Westbrook's going to end up being with the Lakers next year? No. No way. No way? There's, there's no way they could bring him back. It was a disaster. Total. But How they get out of it's going to be creative, but I, I, I can't see how they bring him back. Do you think LeBron will be in L.A. next year? Yes. Him and AD will be back. They won't win, but they'll be back. I mean, where do you, I mean? Here, here's the thing: they traded a lot of their younger players away. LeBron doesn't like young people. He and doesn't like younger. I think that backfired, mm-hmm. don't you? It did. I mean, when you when you think about it, yeah, he's he's got to take responsibility for this. I mean, we're not going to. I'm not really considering the bubble championship. I don't consider legit. It. I don't either. But. Don't you think that they were a better team in the bubble than they are now? Yep, because with a they, lot of these younger yep, guys. Because they had guys that could defend and shoot a little better. Hmm. They have no. They have. They can't defend and can't shoot. LeBron wins when he surrounds himself with shooters. Wade, Bosh, Kyrie. You know. Could you see any scenario where LeBron weasels his way out of LA and goes back to Cleveland? To finish out his career, because that's already been speculated that he wanted to do that. They threw that out during the All Star game. I don't put anything past him and clutch and all right. that. And he and I feel like he was planting those seeds. Yeah, because he was obviously getting showered with yeah. love by his hometown. I don't put anything past him. I don't. That's the he's a he's a he's a passive aggressive kind of sneaky guy to me. I don't I don't put anything past him. So I could see that. They have an up-and-coming team. Now he's realizing this might be it. You know, so he can, you know, try and latch on to that and, and come out of there with, you know, a, a deep run in the playoffs or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think they – I don't think it will, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Put it like that. Yeah, I don't see how he could win another title in L.A. Nope. I don't see what moves they could make nope. to surround him with the talent. Nope. And you don't even have to – if you look at that title they won that he won with – the Cavaliers. It's not like he had a ton of talent around around mm-hmm. him. He had good role players, yeah. but I don't even know how the Lakers could get that kind of roster around him and compete in the West. Yeah, that Westbrook contract is. They might just have to cut him. I wouldn't bring him back. Do you think it was Frank Vogel's fault? No. So because that's what he alluded to. No. But somehow there was some. He he said he never got a fair shot. No. Didn't know what the. No. Westbrook's never been called to the carpet ever in his life. Frank Vogel did. You got to sit down over here. You're terrible right now. I mean, you're a turnover machine. You got stone hands. You can't shoot. You can't shoot free throws. 
you don't gel. You have to you're ball dominant. LeBron's ball dominant. It doesn't work. It never it never should have happened in the first place, but LeBron pushed it. Don't blame it on Palinka. Don't blame it on Vogel. LeBron pushed this whole thing. Right. And you answer to your star. Everybody knows that. It's no secret. Right. Yeah, I mean, when you really look, I mean, so going with uh, teams that maybe didn't make the playoffs, uh, where do you see an upside for Detroit? I mean, they're looking at another high draft pick. You think that's a good thing for them, or do you think they'll blow it? I mean, I don't know who who would be coming out of the uh, draft, you know, coming out of college right now. That they could they they could target. Well, they're like they like the Ranchero kid, the Duke kid. Uh, everybody at Duke could, could anybody at Duke could help them. Um, but they need another veteran. They need a veteran. Seriously, they need another veteran. They need some people that can shoot and they, they need to work on their threes. But they need a veteran and a good draft pick. Do you think Casey sticks around? Yep. Yeah, I think they already said he was coming back. Okay. Yeah. Which it, let me throw this out: if if you could, would you rather keep Dwayne Casey or would you rather have Frank Vogel right now? I like them both. Like Vogel's a good coach. He's not he's not a bad coach. Where do you think he ends up? Oh, that's a good question. Casey stays. If, if Casey doesn't make the playoffs or sniffs it, he's gone. I think next year. I think there's no. It's no 10-year rebuild. Okay. So, but I think Vogel, I don't know where Vogel, Vogel could, he's he, he's a good coach. He, he, the job he did, he almost won with what? What, what was that team in Indiana? Um, the Pacers? Yeah. He had a good team with those guys. He, he got them to, they had they had, they had some good seasons with, uh, uh, what was the, Hilbert, Hibbert, and. Uh, it was P, PG was there, right? Yeah, Paul George and Hibbert, and those guys had it, yeah. Vogel can coach. Just LeBron is. If you don't buy into these these players, don't buy into you, then it's, it, you're going to be blamed for it. I'm just surprised that uh, Lou didn't end up take, getting that job in in for the LA. Well, LeBron pushed for it, but he's Lou didn't want Lou wanted his guys. Okay. And the Lakers were like, you take who we give you. And that was a smart move by Ty Lue because I, he's in a much better position. Oh, much yeah. better. Lakers. Much better. Y- that so, team looks great, and then you bring back, in theory, a healthy Paul George, yeah. and you get Kawhi, Kawhi back. back. You're in some trouble. That's going to be a really good team. Yeah, and just like Shaq said, he said nobody should want to coach the Lakers right now. Nobody. And this is a Laker. Right. You know, well, a top Laker. Well, it's nice to see that Jawan Howard isn't going to coach the uh, Lakers. He, he doesn't. And he's going to stay with Michigan. Did that I, I know they threw his name out as a potential candidate. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard that he said no. That's he's not. He doesn't want that job. I can't blame him. Why would anybody want right. that job? Honestly, I think. I wonder though, does LeBron doesn't want that title or anything like that because then that makes him even more accountable when it fails. What like player coach? Yeah, yeah. Do, do they? Now, hold up. Even though they know. Has there ever been such a thing in the NBA, a Mm -hmm. player coach? Yes, it was. Modern uh, NBA? Not modern. It was Bill Russell. That's the last one I remember with the Celtics. So, I mean, I don't even know if it's a question of would he want it. Does that even happen nowadays? But Magic was a coach. 
when they had Westfall. Zeke was a coach before they got Daly. But not a coach. Not like, you know, the star was the, you know, the, the star had to be, you had to answer to the star. Management has to answer to the star. You know, Jordan was a coach. Jordan said, I'm not playing for certain, you know. So, yeah. But not, but LeBron is way, it's way more different now. Because back then the star still kind of respected, like, LeBron has no respect for, you know, none of these coaches. If he doesn't like you. Like, he liked Lou. He wanted kid. You know, he threw Brown under the bus. And they, didn't they get, they won a title with him, right? Um, Mike Brown? The, Mike Brown. Yeah. So, yeah, he. Uh, the 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 other guy, he got him threw him out of town. They got to the finals. Blatt, uh, Paul Silas, right? Wasn't Paul Silas his first coach in Cleveland? Was it Silas? Yep, yep. And then yeah, he's been through a lot. Yeah, he's a coach killer. A lot, a lot of GMs. Too. He didn't like Spolstra. <laughs> he was pushing him around. Yeah, was one of the best coaches in the NBA. So yeah, I you know. That, this is all his fault. The Westbrook thing, mellow Westbrook. You think this tarnishes his image? No. Unfortunately not. Yeah. Of all the debacles that he's, you know, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, when you look at the, when he was with Miami, you, everybody thought he would win more. Mm-hmm. Like titles didn't happen. Nope. Didn't really happen with Cleveland. Yeah. Got one. And then I can't. You, I'm not really going to say that even the Lakers' title is a legitimate it's title. It's not. It's not. So technically, how long has he been with the Lakers now? Five years has it been? Five. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. So basically, other than that, the, the COVID chump, stuff always right. throws me off. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even. Yeah. That. What did you hear? Did you hear uh, a J.R. Smith saying that uh, everybody was getting high in the bubble? Oh yeah. Did you did you did you see no. that interview? Yeah, he especially said that was him. The big, yeah, they said that that was the big thing. People, uh, a lot of those players were getting nobody smoking, wanted smoking to be there. In that thing. Can you blame them? No, I can't. nobody wanted to be there. I mean, that was just a horrible. It was a horrible yeah, thing. It was horrible. Everybody was sneaking the, out. The isolation. Isolation. Every, yeah. It was just like scrimmaging. Yeah. That's what it was. I mean, it was horrible for. It was even horrible for football. Yes. When you think about it. It was. And then they wanted to come out with those new rules this year about, yeah. you know. But speaking of football, mm-hmm. uh, would, did you guys watch any of the USFL games? Bits and pieces. I did not. Shane Patterson still stinks. It, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm that, just, that hasn't changed. <laughs> I think the big thing, you know, a lot of, I, I listened to Eli Zeret on the uh, Drew and Mike podcast today. And uh, he basically said, you know, he was thinking this league was gonna not going to be what it was before. Um, but because he said there wasn't a whole ton of people in the stands for these games. I didn't see anybody. But he did say that when they looked at the TV ratings, they pulled it like a 2-4 or 2-5, which is pretty high. So it makes you wonder, you know, I, I can I can see them trying to, put everything in one stadium to kind of, you know, not grow too fast, so to speak. Mm. But I think maybe they make a breakout next year. And, you know, if they, you know, I would love to see a a professional football team in Detroit. Well, if they're getting ratings. Yeah, because you guys don't have one. Wait a second. What kind of, what are you saying? Well, we don't, you guys don't have one now. 
Yeah, we don't, <laughs> no, we, we technically don't have one. Yeah. We can use. <laughs> I mean, I would we love to have one. <laughs> uh, some uh, a football team other than the Lions, because well, we really haven't had one since the since well, you got the King Panthers School, back in. For the, for those of an older generation, <laughs> the Panthers. I mean, that is the only football success, right? This state has had at a professional level in right. six decades or whatever it's been now. Right. So there, there is a connection to that team. 70, 80 decades. For older people, I don't know how much younger people care at this point in time. <laughs> but when they're not playing in front of our fans, it's right. just the it's Michigan hard. Panthers in name only. Right. But whether it's the USFL, the XFL, the UFL, the CFL, when they attempted to expand the into the U.S. The World Football League, the Detroit Wheels. Yep, the World the Football League. Yeah. All, one of these needs to stick around longer than one or two seasons right. and build some roots. I agree. And, you know, the XFL's coming back. Now that's going to compete for those eyeballs in spring football. And it's, that's terrible. That, don't bring that. But, okay, so you guys, so this league can potentially – Add more teams is what you're saying. I think is that, it, is that the plan for it? I think they're going to probably stick with what they have right now. I don't. I don't see them. But they had good TV ratings. You said, yeah. They that, that well, that's a plus. Yeah. I mean, they're owned by Fox. Yeah. So wait, are they're owned by Fox, but they were they were I playing games. They're, they're, I think is it joint, NBC then? I think they're joint owned, maybe. Yeah, Cause, NBC cause, covers cause the games. Were on M- Peacock. Yeah, M- they? NBC yeah. covers too. Fox and okay. NBC. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I think the big the big thing with them not getting, I would say, as much publicity is because I don't really feel like you had guys coming out of this year or last year's draft saying, hey, I'm going to go play for the USFL like you had before with Herschel Walker, Jim Kelly, right. Steve Young, to name a few. Um, but, I mean, I think if they see that this league can stick around for – a year, two, three, who's to say that they can't, uh, you know, compete? I mean, what I think those ratings basically showed that America is pretty much a obsessed with football, uh, obsessed with football, yeah. and they're willing Without to try doubt. it one week. But the, yeah. the what the first week ratings are one thing, let's see what the ratings look like in week two, week right. three. So when you see it's what the new. it's new, yeah, yeah, it's gonna automatically attract eyeballs mm-hmm. because we are a football hungry country, yeah. we want to see football. So, yeah, people are gonna check it out. But much like the XFL, if you look back to the original XFL, yeah, in was it 99? Yeah, what, what year was that? Uh, yeah. I mean that they they had, they played the full season I think they that did first one. but the ratings were insane to start and then they yep. gradually went down because people figured out that the product on the field sucked yeah. right and whether it's the USFL the XFL version three coming back all these other things they've tried at the end of the day the the product has to be good right. it's yeah. not going to get the eyeballs yeah. I mean, just don't try to make it too gimmicky. That's the whole thing. Just let it. Now, I haven't really checked out. I know there is some uh, different rules. I didn't really like uh, delve into it too much uh, because, you know, obviously with it being a a holiday weekend. Yeah. I I didn't get to see too much. But I think there's something there's a three point conversion now. Yeah. Something like that. I don't Uh, I don't need. Yeah. 
But I mean, hey, I, I anything to, I mean, to kind of, even if it's a, a legitimate, you know, you know, maybe it's not going to be as popular as the NFL. No, I mean, it's I, not supposed. It's not meant right. to be. But I mean, if it gets us through the spring, you know, I mean, it gives you something other than baseball. To you know, especially if you're a football fan, mm-hmm. to give you something, give you that football all year round. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Well, but. Why do we need football in the spring? I get we're a football-hungry country. We love it. But you've got the start of baseball. You've got the NBA playoffs. You've got the NHL playoffs. The Those two are going to run into June. You know, now you've got July. You've got mini camp. You've got camp starting for the NFL. Now all of a sudden your attention's where it belongs. Do we really need spring football? Do we need it? I think so. I I'm because I'm a big football guy, so I, I I I like seeing it. Maybe because you know the Lions have been horrible for yeah. so many years. Maybe that's one of the reasons why. Well, I'm Scott, you'll just pick some other random team that's supposed to be good and jump on that bandwagon. Well, that's years. probably true, but I you know I've been going with the Who, Rams. Who's your team this year? Oh, it's the Rams. I'm sticking Again? with the Rams. Yeah, You're stick, sticking, I'm sticking with the Rams. You've been I'm with even going to go with you to the NFL draft. Uh, what is it? The twenty eighth. At, at the at Ford Field, yeah, I'm gonna. You're, you're gonna wear your Stafford. Rams no, I'm not. I hate. I'll tell you what. The Rams must be popular around here because I haven't yet to find any Rams memorabilia or uh, jersey or hat, anything at lids, anything. I've looked all over the place. I haven't been able to find it. So I'm gonna have to go go wait that when I head out to uh, Florida in a few weeks. I mean, uh, California in a few weeks. Scott, I just gotta say, <laughs> good luck. I. I I admire your commitment and dedication all the way back to when they were in Cleveland in like 1946 and you followed them to their first move to LA and then you've stuck by them when they, when they moved to St. Louis and they finally gave you that title, the greatest show on turf, but Mm -hmm. then things got really bad. The Jeff Fisher years, it was terrible, but you hung in there and then saw them go back to LA and, Sean McVay and then bring in Stafford and then rewarded with another title. Right. Your commitment to being a Rams fan. <laughs> I appreciate life that. Is, I appreciate that. I really do. Admirable. I know. <laughs> Listen, what do you call, I grew, Corey can say this. Mm. When we grew up, you had to have liked the Lions somewhat. Never. Never? Never. You've always been a Cowboy fan. Since Starback. Since out of, since, since, since I was born, it's never been. I like to see Barry Sanders run. I was not a lion. I've never been a lion fan ever. Well, ever, I ever, and now ever, I will ever, say ever, that ever, I was ever. a lion fan, but I think the night after the nineties, after Barry Sanders said, you know, I can't do this anymore, basically, because yeah. that's basically what he said yeah. or did. Yeah, I. I, 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 it was enough for me because you've seen all the bumble-headed moves with Matt Millen, all the coaching changes that, you know, you think Mary Ushi was going to be good and it ended up working out. I, I don't know, man. I just think that they've, I don't know if Never this, liked them. I don't know if this franchise is, everybody says, oh, it's cursed. I don't know if you, I could go that far. But I, I just think they've made too many mistakes to the point where it's like, you know, you, you want some team to cheer for. And, yeah. and and for me and you I, pick the 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 favored Super Bowl yeah in, in why not year. well That's I picked Stafford because I I was glad to see him leave Detroit 
And so you're and, a Stafford fan. You're not. I a am Lion. a Stafford. Well, yeah, he's top ten quarterback of all time. Right? That's right. Right. <laughs> yeah, is. we're gonna get your guy on to talk about that too. He yeah. Was, yeah. No, but I. I mean, I, I. That's why. I. That's why I jumped on the Rams bandwagon, so to speak, because of Stafford. I. What did you think about that AT&T commercial? Do you think he's winking directly at you when he looks at the camera? <laughs> he probably is. Yeah. And I and I have I've been trying to get a hold of Kelly to see if I could uh you know do some announcing on her podcast or something like well, that. Bring her in here. Podcast crossover. Yeah, yeah bring do her a little in. podcast yeah, crossover. Her, yeah. Let's have a talk with yeah, him. Yeah, why not? I would love to chat it with chat it up with Hey, him. look, Stafford's been a good you can't you you can't we let's talk a little. Personally, the guy's been a good guy. I mean, he was good here. I mean, we already ran through the whole money thing, and but here's the thing: it's a money grab. Sure, it was a money grab. Okay, I would have took it if somebody offered you f- the money that he made in Detroit. You can't tell me that you wouldn't have taken it. Brady didn't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Brady made a lot of money. Yeah, he did. Brady made a lot of money, <clears throat> but he took cuts. He took cuts when he had to. Listen, congratulations, Stafford. I don't think they were repeat. Because one, it's too hard to do, unless you're, you know, you were Dallas in the '90s, and the Patriots. Repeating is hard. I don't think they'll do it. Stafford is a talented kid. I never doubted that. I never had nothing against that. Arm is great. Throws through tight windows. I just thought, I just thought that he couldn't make people better around him. That's all I. That's that's my holy own knock against him. Like twelve years, you're just losing and losing, and people are just saying, "Oh, this guy is so great," but he got with a team. Surrounded by talent, and he made the right plays. He did the right thing. He won a Super Bowl. I just never thought he was just. He is good. He is good. Everybody screaming. He is good. He is. Yeah, he's talented. He's got a nice arm. But what else? To me, that's I. I just never seen the. You know. Well, I mean, you're a Lions guy. You got season tickets. I mean, so what is your what is your opinion on all this? I mean, we're talking. You know, obviously, we're talking Lions now. Oh God! You were giving me a hard time about being a Rams fan. But you, so, do you think I sold out because I didn't stick with Detroit? No, I don't think you sold out. I, I, do. I, I mean, I'm just pulling your. I know. I know. Of the I know. Rams thing, but kneecaps. You know, I think kneecaps. <laughs> having gone through the season mm-hmm. and watched it all play out, and they won the Super Bowl, and. All of the emotions that came with with everything. Maybe it's j- the best way to look at it is it's like a marriage. Sometimes two very good people just don't work out in a right. marriage. They're just not compatible. It's not that one person was bad, the other person was good or whatever. Yeah. It, just, it wasn't the right marriage. Matt Stafford is now in a marriage, team-wise, where it worked out. Right. He didn't have to carry the load. He was on a good enough team where he could make some of the mistakes that he made in Detroit that came back to haunt the Lions. They right. didn't come back to haunt the Rams because they had a talent. much better team yeah. and more talent around him. Right. He elevated some people in Detroit. In L.A., he elevated and had other people elevate him. So, you know, people want to talk about, well, was, you know, was he the problem in Detroit? Uh, Everybody he, was. Everybody was. It's a culture Not just thing. Him. It's a culture thing yeah. that they are going to have to completely. Yeah, it wasn't just him. Yeah. Undo decades and decades of a very right. poor football culture here. And it's just like, like real quick, and we can get something else. But this, like Brad Stevens, he got those kids, you know, playing. But every now and then, you just need a fresh voice, yeah. a fresh start. 
And that's what Stafford needs, obviously, and it paid off. You know. I agree. The cowboy thing. Yeah. How did you end up becoming a cowboy fan? Because his uh, dad was a Steelers fan. No, it, it was just like, like when I started watching football in the mid seventies, I just liked, you know, Stallback. I liked Dorsett. I just thought they were good football players. You know, I thought the team. I loved the, the helmets. Right. You know the 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 promotion. It was the Cowboys. Like, and then I started watching it more and more and started learning the game. I just liked the whole culture. I love Tom Landry. Like. Great coach, you know? So, yeah, I and a buddy of mine and I are talking about, I'm like, <clears throat> dude, why are you you're always ragging me about the Cowboys? I understand the Cowboys. They're not going to win as long as they have coaches like McCarthy because they don't – Jerry Jones really doesn't care. He's getting to the point where it's like the Lions, even though their product is better, but he's the richest sports team in the world. The seats are going to be filled. So what do I care? I got five Super Bowls. Three of them are mine. Two of them was Tech Shrams or Landry. So what, what do I care? I'm, I'm going to win a division. I'm going to make a boatload of money. He's, there's no sense of urgency. And I know that every year. They're going to lose next year. Right. They're not going to win a Super Bowl next year. So I get it. I'm not delusional like these Lions fans are. I mean, I'm not necessarily, so I'm not necessarily a Cowboy fan, but I can understand because the Cowboys – have historically been at least that my whole life, probably yours. They've always been that afternoon game on yeah. Sundays. They've always had the yeah. the America's. Well, they've been game. competitive. Yeah. Well, right, but they've been competitive. But I can understand where somebody in Detroit or somebody throughout the country could become a Cowboys fan right. growing up, because if your only options back then were Lions, and then four o'clock rolls around and it's the Cowboys, mm-hmm. you might gravitate towards the Cowboys. That makes total yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like Danny White. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just like the team. So, you know, I get it. I get it. And it doesn't, like, I keep trying to tell people, like, we're just fans. We don't have anything. Jerry Jones don't have nothing to do with me. So I don't, I'm not overly invested in I just like the Cowboys. You know, um, for the most part, they put a pretty good product on the field. But. I mean, I think the demise year, for me, for my fandom for football is, and I hate to say it, I, I think it's fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Because now I don't really root for, let's say, a team to win all the time, other than, you know, obviously this year with, with Stafford, but then that's a player. So for me, and I know you don't play, Dave doesn't play fantasy football. I know Corey doesn't really either, so this is kind of a uh, subject for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I, I just feel like, you know, I have interest in, a lot of teams now, you know, because of fantasy football. So I don't know if that was if that was actually a good thing or a bad thing. So, I mean, you know, you guys don't play it, so maybe that's just the thing. You got for players me. from all around, so yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm always gonna. I'm never gonna be. I'm never. I don't, can't say I hate the Detroit Lions. I don't. I just you know it, it just comes a point in time where it's like you you got to either, you know. You got to just say, what are you doing? You you know you either want to. You, you, it's the same old stuff every year. It's yeah. a, it, it, and for me it was just like I just needed something different. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I hope they I hope they become successful. I hope they win a Super Bowl. I honestly do. You know, I, I, there's always been that. There's always going to be that connection because I grew up, you know, yeah. a, a Lions fan. 
So, I mean, I just needed to jump off that bus before I went crazy, you know? I, I can't even envision what it would be like for the Lions to win the Super Bowl. Well, I think I would hope because that there's so much of the Lions fan identity is in right. that they're losers. Right. And same with Cleveland on the Cubs, too. At, the, at one time, and the, the Cubs, losers. there was a curse attached. And same with the Red Sox. When you feel like there's a curse, and I know people have talked about the curse of Bobby Lane. I don't really. The Cubs had the the Billy Goat, the Babe Ruth curse of the Bambino on the Red Sox. The curse got broken. And, and I do think those teams lost a little bit of their identity when they started winning, especially the Reds. I hate the Red Sox now. The Red Sox were kind of lovable before they started winning. Now they're, they're just I've annoying. always hated them. They're, now they're just annoying. Yeah. I, I just, I just, hate them. If the Lions were to win, I, I can't even envision it happening. Well, it's not. Well, not let me, this year. Well, let me ask you something. So it, let's just say in a bizarro world, mm. in the next year or two, they win. I don't know if I want to see him win in a, in a one way because every time somebody wins around here, something gets blown up, uh, oh, yeah. rioting. Oh, it's no. It happens. It, think about it. What, think about it. When Detroit won in 84, they, they, they tore stuff up. That was 40 years ago. I understand that. But when, when Michigan State won their basketball thing up in That's Lansing. That's not Detroit. They, well, I mean, it's well, the Pistons, Michigan. They had a little incident when Zeke them won. Yeah, it's a couple of things downtown, but that's just oh, those are minor. No. Do you, those are like minor. You would hope that that wouldn't be the I case, but would. yeah, he, I don't think it would. Yeah, ah. I don't think it would. But it's just it always seems to be there's always some kind of negativity that uh, I mean after no, all these no, years we, of the Lions losing. Well, we won't have to worry about it. We can't. I don't think we should go there because that that '84 thing, the image of the guy with the pennant, I forget his name, that was on the the front page of the the free press or the news. It kind of become this iconic image that painted Detroit with that brush for so long when that hasn't been the case. Like we don't have right. these crazy riots. First of all, other cities do the same thing when their teams win. And we're still hanging on to something that happened almost 40 years ago and letting that define our city. I I, I don't buy that. Well, I, I but it's always in the isn't don't you think it's always in the back of your head though? No. Like, why should it be? That was four, that that happened when I was six years old. I'm a I'm a 44 year old man. Well, I know that I yeah I, I I know what you're saying, but it, but when you've seen stuff like that, and it always seems to there's always some kind of negativity that's attached to a Detroit championship. I mean, you right, think because, about it because people attach negativity to Detroit for I, everything. I agree with you. They, they still talk about the the, the riots of '67, right? It, it, they're, you know, oh, don't go down to Detroit because you'll get you'll get mugged, you'll right. get carjacked, you'll get this. Don't forget to lock your doors. It's that same mentality that I grew up when we would go down to Detroit as a kid, which was rare. Right. The minute we got off the expressway, oh, yeah. my dad locking the doors. Oh yeah, and that stuff has. I mean, Detroit is much better than that now. I'm not saying that Detroit doesn't have problems that we should ignore, but I, I, right. but I think to con to continually go back to those old stereotypes of, oh, we're going to burn the city down if a team wins a championship. Oh, you better make sure that you don't you know take a wrong turn there because you're going to get killed. The murder capital here. We got to move on from that. I agree. I agree. But it's just for so for people that have been around as long as 
let's say I have, and have seen that stuff, it almost kind of, you, even though you don't want to put a, uh, a stereotype to the city of Detroit, you, in, in the back of your mind, you, you, you know, I mean, you almost, unfortunately, it's almost there. Wouldn't you say, Cole? Like when it comes to like, you know, you don't want the stereotype of something always having being negative when the Detroit wins a championship. Right. But unfortunately, we find a way to screw it up. We, they find a way to screw it up. What happened in 2004 when the Pistons won? Can, can you name a, a specific incident? What about those Red Wing Stanley Cups? Yeah, you're right. When was the last time they won a Stanley Cup? 2008. Wow. Okay. So it's been a while, but you can't. There's nothing def- definitive that stands out. Oh, remember when in 04 when the Pistons won and that, that huge. That, it didn't happen. Yeah. I, I, I can see what you're saying. I, but but I guess for but I, I, there's the been some isolated incidents. Yeah, yeah, there's been some incidents. But every city has that. Right. Every city. Yeah. Listen, I've been to a lot of cities. They got kind going, of crazy when they had the Super Bowl here, didn't it? A little bit, just a little bit. Maybe no incident, no major. Right, but every city has that. Right. I contend, having <clears> gone to a lot of big cities to go to ballparks and things of that nature, every major city has an area that you can feel safe and, and vibrant. Yep. And then if you stray too far from that area, things might get a little sketchy. That's Detroit. That's Chicago. That's Cleveland. That's Kansas City. That's certainly New York. Everywhere has that. Now, Detroit. L.A. LA. Now, Detroit's might be a little smaller where you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. But every city has those problems. I mean, look what's going on in Chicago. For the most part, those are inner cities. Those are neighborhoods. Right. I mean, Chicago, South Side, all the problems that they've had. I just I just think that if we're from Detroit, we need to be better than constantly painting Detroit with the same stereotypes. We need to find a way to move on from that. I agree with you. I mean, but it's well, from a sports standpoint, I hear what you're saying, but it's hard. When there's I'm from the inner city, I'm from Detroit, east side, it's hard to do that. When every day on the news somebody's being killed or carjacked or the neighborhood is, it, it, and that, like you said, it, that's Baltimore too. That's but right. It, our city, it's 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 right in front of us. Right, it is. So it's hard to do that. But from a sports standpoint, we're good as far as like blowing up car. College kids get wild. They do. You know what I mean? But sure. <clears throat> grown folk, adults here in the city after a sporting event, it's usually a pretty safe. You know leaving the palace or leaving uh, Little Caesars or the stadium. You don't hear about at Comerica visitors getting beat up and right. punched in the lot and kicked in the head like in Frisco Dodger game. But right. the the daily inner workings of the city, it is crime ridden. It's a lot of crime. But all cities have that. That's what I said. I just yeah. said it. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore, yeah. All, right. Baltimore, I remember my wife and I, for our first anniversary, we – Went to Washington, Washington D.C. to see the Capitol. We went to a Nationals yep. game, and then we went to Baltimore to see the Orioles. Yep. We stayed in a hotel. Great park. Great park. Camden Yard. Great Beautiful. Park. Yep. We stayed in a hotel in in Baltimore downtown, mm-hmm. walking distance to Camden Yard. Mm-hmm. The person at the hotel specifically said, "Do not walk back at night." Right. Take a taxi. Right. Take a cab. Yep. Do not walk back at night. Okay. Now, does Baltimore? 
have the same reputation as Detroit in terms of crime. Yes. I don't, do you hear about I don't think I hear about that on a national um, level. Baltimore? You mean like, is Detroit worse or are you saying it's Baltimore? I'm saying, I'm not saying who's worse. I'm saying who is painted with the stereotype of constantly being worse. It's I would Detroit. say I would say Detroit, yeah. Chicago, and Baltimore. I, those three. Because at one time, Baltimore, the city of Baltimore, had more crimes in the entire state. They had more crimes in Baltimore than the entire state. Baltimore is terrible. It is terrible. And so is Detroit. They always linger around the same most dangerous cities. If you pull it up, Memphis is another one. You know, but yeah. It's all inner city, like you said, Doc. It's like every city. You can't go to every neighborhood in every city. Right. Period. Like he told you, don't drive back at night. Right. You know, don't walk but, back but at that night. That was walking distance. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, in Detroit, I feel com- completely safe if I were leaving Comerica Park and walking down to, let's say, the Marriott Rensen or walking to one of the other hotels, maybe the A-Loft on Woodward or okay. something like that. I agree. I don't feel unsafe doing that. I agree. Yeah, but I that agree was about a similar distance from where we were staying to where Camden Yards were. I agree. Uh, was or is. Yeah. And they said, "Do not walk back." Yeah. Hmm. I agree. Same was the White Sox stadium. Um, was that Synergy? Uh, it's guaranteed rate now. Okay. Guaranteed rate field. <clears throat> not the greatest neighborhood. No. So yeah, I, I hear you. And then we're from here. You know, a lot of times we have that tourist or that out-of-towner tag on our head that we don't look. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, it's just every city has its. But as far as winning a championship, I don't think uh, we'll go crazy and blow up the town. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that'll happen. I'm not trying to ignore Detroit's challenges mm-hmm. and problems. I sure. just think that we have been tagged with this. We have. Oh, I agree with you. Riot I, stuff. I have. Oh, absolutely. Lasted st- starting with the 60s yeah. and then certainly the 84 Tiger stuff which was 40 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's time to give our city a little bit of credit. Yep. I agree. Not to mention the fact that some of those knuckleheads, they're not people from Detroit, they're right. from the they're outsiders, yeah. Coming right. in and yeah. causing problems in Detroit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I I totally feel safe going downtown. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going downtown Friday. I, I we did church downtown at Cobo DIA on Sunday, and we walked at least three blocks to the parking. Yeah, and I, I I've never had an issue with. I, to me, I mean, you know, if we're gonna go in that route, I would. I've worked in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I've been in uh, all the neighbors. worked in the. I've been in all the areas in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I've been in back alleys of Detroit. Right, and. I can't say I've ever been scared for my life in those areas, but I can see, I think most of the crime, I think even most of the crime, even back then, was more in the neighborhoods of Detroit than the downtown area. Would you say that? Yeah, some of it gets, some of it gets to, some of it gets, like you're at a concert, some, you got some knuckleheads, but for the most part, crimes are committed against people that, you know, or that you in a you're in competition with a la, you know, if you're selling drugs or whatever. Like sure. th- those are the most, or it's, it's it's got something to do with a revenge or a, you know what I mean? One of those types. For the most part, most of these crimes, because most of these crimes are that. They're not just random, 
you know, oh, there's somebody. Some of them are. Right. But for the most part, because criminals are crazy. They're criminals are criminals. You call criminals for a reason. Sure. But for the most part, those are those are crimes of passion and revenge. Right. A lot of them. A lot of them. And over money. You know, people normally don't just walk up to you and kill you. Right. You've done something to them. Or you owe them some money or something like that. Those are a lot of Detroit crimes. Well, we talked, we had Charlie on the show two weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago. And Charlie will be in studio with us next week. And we can we can delve more into yeah. the into all this topic. Yeah, because Charlie. he said, I talked to him uh, just yesterday. He said he's got a ton of information for us. And I'm looking forward to hearing it. I mean, yeah. I know Dave said that that was the quickest hour and what nine minutes that the big, we, and he's the big ran. music guy too, right? Yeah, yeah. supposedly the yeah. big music guy. Bring yeah. it on, Charlie. Yeah, Bring but we on. talked two weeks ago about <laughs> you know drive-by incidents and things that were sure. happening in sure. the suburbs, right? But no one talks about being afraid to go to Troy. I agree with you. So I just I, again. I, I don't maybe I'm sensitive to it because I remember being a kid and we would go to Detroit for the usual things. A tiger game, Red Wings, yeah. auto show. Sure. That's about it. When well, I was a kid. Well, yeah. uh, oh, no, I take that back because my dad would take us to Lafayette, Coney Island. Yeah. My Classic. dad would take us to Trapper's Alley. Classic. It's a chocolate factory up there. Yeah. Uh, he loved Detroit because he grew up in Detroit. Sure. And then white flighted out of there like right. a lot of people in the 70s but it was always that mentality of you gotta lock your doors when you get in At, yeah and that that resonates with people it does, it does and it's horrible after the riots you know my dad said that's when it went crazy um because detroit used to be like chicago and new york it stayed open to four yeah. you know you had jazz music musicians you have these wonderful houses to the Grand Boulevard. It used to be right. that thriver, yeah. that thriving city like that. So the riots kind of just washed that up. I think now that you're seeing the boomers get into their 70s, I think, don't you think a lot of that mentality will kind of wash away? Because I think we're more open to it now with Detroit moving in a new direction. Yeah. And I think maybe the stereotypes... Mm -hmm. Once the boomers kind of, you know, run their course, yeah. I think you're going to see, like Dave was saying, those stereotypes maybe going away. Yeah. And then you're not yeah. going to see, you know, oh, well, they're going to blow up Detroit if they win the title, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I think I think that is because I'll tell you what my 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 mom she doesn't want to go downtown because of something she heard. Right. 40 years ago, right. or, or the riots. And I mean, it's always been in her head. Right. It, it's moving It's moving in a different direction. Yeah. The mayor's doing a good job. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So, the the yeah. improvements to, to, go, to go down to Detroit and see a vibrant city, and mm -hmm. not just right downtown at, you know, Campus Martius or something, over by Wayne State, over down. I mean, just all these things happening. People living there, young people moving into the city. I work with a lot of younger people in my industry, people who have apartments and spaces downtown. Uh, it just wasn't an option. When I was coming out of college or when I was right. young, right. everyone my age was moving to Chicago. If they wanted that big city experience, right. they were going to Chicago. Right. It just wasn't even on anyone's radar. 
to move to Detroit. And now it is. And it's coming along great. Yep. Like every big city, it's got its problems. It's got its challenges. But it is night and day compared to where it was yep. a decade ago. Think about where. Think about how far it's come from when we had the Super Bowl here. Because remember, they had to put all of that facade up yep. oh, yeah. along Woodward yep. to make it look nice. Yep. When they built that stupid uh, bridgey thing on 94 and uh, Telegraph with the f- blue footballs, they put that in. Yeah. And then they had to repave the roads leading into downtown. Yeah. There was a, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a huge facility. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting real hippie right now. And that's yeah. the way it should be. Downtown. Yeah, should, absolutely. All down, it's, it's catching up finally. So we'll see. You know, yeah. it's going to be, like, you got the draft coming. I think Mayor Duggan is doing a good job. Um, the downtown is, Spectacular right now. So, yeah. You know what was a big eye-opener for me? Going to the Motown Museum, and they've got yeah. the map in there, and people put pins for where they're where they Where they're from? All over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Come to our city to take in the amazing music that we've created here. Yeah. I, I mean, we got to give Detroit some love. The house that Michael built. All right, let's move on. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a little break. We're about on the hour mark, and then uh, we'll Ooh. talk about, uh, let's talk about uh, what, what we did for Easter. What do we got? We had Easter. We got Easter. What else did we, what, we were talking about a whole, we, we got to start rolling we said, the tape before we, said, we even go live. We said soft, we said soft, soft server, Baskin Robbins, I remember that. We said gas grill or regular grill. Sure. Doc, you had something. Um, I do have a prescription. You have a prescription, prescription. but you also said something about. I want to talk about Jackie Robinson. Jackie oh yeah, Robinson. let's do that. Jackie let's Robinson. do that. And then you got to get it off your chest. I have to get it off my chest. And then we'll kind of promote the show next week because, yep. of course, once again, Charlie Kraft is coming back in. He's going to be in studio, and he's got a lot that we had a lot of good feedback yeah. on the gun control. And he will be back in. Uh, he will be in studio next week, and I'm looking forward to that. So Absolutely. we'll take a break, and we'll be right back with the Cohen Bro Opinion Show. Thank you.